Hey, 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 welcome back to Moonshot Entrepreneur to another episode. I'm so glad you're back. Today, I'm going to share with you the number one skill to be successful as an entrepreneur. But just one thing right off the bat that I want to share with you, it's not just one skill that is going to make you successful as an entrepreneur, but I believe that there is this one thing that you really need to master well in order um, to be able to be successful as an entrepreneur. So I can't wait to share this with you. But just one thing before we dive in, tomorrow is my birthday. I'm turning 39. And if you've been listening to this podcast for more than let's say a hot minute, you will know that I'm offering free coaching for you as a gift to you for my birthday. So all you have to do is send me an email to support at moonshot-entrepreneur.com. You will find the email address below in the description. Send me an email and tell me what you want me to help you with. And that is how you get entered to win. So if you have any questions surrounding entrepreneurship, personal finances or strategy, reach out to me. And now buckle up. I'm about to share with you the number one skill to be successful as an entrepreneur. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, set your expectations high because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. Okay, my friends. So as I promised the last time, I have thought about um, the things and the content you would be needing to make you successful for the year end to get you prepared for the year end, but also to get you ready um, for the beginning of a new year. Because, hey, you're looking around and you're realizing maybe like me that it's already November. Where did the year go? What happened to 2022? And with the blink of an eye, it's going to be over. So I just want to make sure that you're not going to give up already yet, but that you're going to actually go through the rest of the year thriving and with positive attitude and attitude and mindset. And as such, I just wanted to make sure that I'm going to share with you the content um, that I think that you need to hear about, that you need to um, learn about in order to be successful. And so that is just what I was thinking as I was busting out the episodes for the rest of the year. And so the thing I'm going to speak to you today about is the number one skill to be successful as an entrepreneur. And I totally get it. As you're starting out as an entrepreneur, it can be quite daunting. I mean, the confidence level might not be where you would want it to be. And I mean, it's one thing to 
Um, be confident in front of others. Maybe you are like me and you can be really confident in front of others, but you might have these periods where you really doubt whether you are up for the task, where you doubt whether you can do it. And this is just something I really wanted to share with you. Maybe you are coming to the end of the year and you're wondering what it takes for you to be successful and there's just one skill I think that stands out from a, a really an array of skills um, that you need to be an entrepreneur but one skill stands out for me in terms of making you successful as an entrepreneur. So if you're struggling with this, if you wonder whether you have what it takes or if you're not sure if you have anything to offer, um, then you definitely have to listen to this episode. And also you have to listen to this episode if you're convinced that you have uh, what it takes to be an entrepreneur, but find that you are not able to convince anybody else in terms of customers. So somehow you are not able to convince the people that you are the right guy or the right girl for the thing that you are doing. And so the number one skill you need for this is, are you ready? The number one skill you need to be a successful entrepreneur is to solve problems. It's as simple as that. If you can solve problems, you are going to be a fantastic entrepreneur. But you really have to have that ability and you have to exercise um, your brain or that area of your brain that you have an eye and develop an eye to see problems and that you start to begin thinking about solving them. So that is really the number one skill you need. You know, I've often find that we have somehow this weird idea or this, this weird thought that ideas have to come um, from the inside of our brain, but that is not true. You do not just, um, lightning doesn't strike you and you come up with an idea. What I have learned from working with entrepreneurs for so many years is that ideas come from the great skill of observing problems and of understanding the problems and then coming up with the solution that is helpful, okay? So this is really important to know. And this actually, uh, I just remember, there's actually a fun story that I heard a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago already, uh, back when I was in America uh, at the University of California in Irvine. We were going through the module entrepreneurship and actually one of the, um, tutors there said that to solve a problem you have to change your perspective and he shared this story about Subway and how it came into existence and I think he was saying that there was this guy who was I think a, a high school graduate I don't know something like he had finished high school and there was this Jewish shop somewhere nearby where he was living and he had this idea of wanting to take over that shop and his dad said well you can do it but um, just first go watch the shop and just tell me um, what improvements you would make and apparently this dad was not really serious about it he was just trying to challenge the boy and to sort of 
help him him understand that this is a stupid idea. But anyway, um, he went there, he watched the shop, and he said that he wants to turn it into a sandwich shop because they are selling everything, and that's why they are not successful um, because they are not not focused, something like that. I think something along the lines he said. And then he also had a great idea of how to change the production line, so to speak, of how to change the process of um, ordering. So he had this idea that the guy wouldn't just come to your table, take your order with a pen and and uh, with, with a pencil and and. Uh, and a piece of paper and then go back to make the sandwich and come back with a totally wrong order but that the person ordering the food would stand just before or just in front of the guy who is doing your sandwich and that's how subway became successful so that is actually a perfect story to illustrate that you have to be a great problem solver. You have to have the skill and the ability to look at your world and to see where people are getting annoyed. You sort of have to notice the little annoyances of daily life. And so if you are not there yet, if, if you are not there yet, if you do not have that bombastic idea yet, maybe that also has to do with the fact that you um, need to observe your surroundings in a better way. And if you are not used to this, I'm going to give you a homework now to help you sharpen your skills in this area and to help you really um, get a jump start on this thing to, to really exercise this kind of skill. So here's your homework. For two to three weeks, Write down all the little annoyances you come across um, in your daily life. It doesn't matter whether it has to do with your work or whether it's just something random. I want you to carry with you a little notebook and every time you come across a little annoyance, just um, pen it in in your notebook, make a note of it, and every couple of days um, ask yourself, can you solve that problem? How can you solve the problem? What would be the easiest way to solve that problem? And maybe will you find even new ways to solve the problem when you come back to the same problem a couple of days later? Do this for two to three weeks and I promise you that you are going to, uh, firstly, see more annoyances the more you do this the more you're going to notice things and secondly the more you practice finding solutions the more likely you are to find solutions it's as simple as that and it's a proven and tested and tried way so just try it i recommend that you do this homework and you'll be happy to know that you are getting better and better at the number one skill to be a successful entrepreneur. And like this, you'll become a great problem solver. Now, if you're at a different stage, let's say you already have customers and, and products and services, and you are convinced that you have what it takes, but you are never able to convince others and you do not have enough customers and the customers you have are unhappy, if that is where you're at, here is how you can exercise this number one skill, the problem-solving skill. Follow around your top customer for one day and write down 
every annoyance they come across, not just with your product or with your service, but in general, just follow around your customer, write down every little annoyance they come across, and then interview them regarding um, how they go about it, what's annoying them, and what they are looking for. And by doing that, what happens is you are getting uh, data on your customer and you are getting and gaining a better understanding about your customer. And that in turn helps you to become a better problem solver because you have to understand the problem and the context of the problem in order to be a great problem solver. Now, what do you do if you um, have a product but you do not have access to your customer because you do not know your customer. So let's say, for example, you're a children's book author and typically uh, you do not sell your book directly, but they are sold via Amazon or some bookstore. What can you do then to exercise this kind of um, skill? Now, my tip for you is go to a store go to a children's bookstore and speak to a couple of dads and moms who are there sticking around looking at different children's books and ask them if if they would be willing to speak to you just, just for a moment because you're a children's book um, author and would like to know what they're looking for and just speak to them what kind of content they would love to buy, what they like about the books they are reading um, to their children, uh, why they are uh, selecting certain books and the more you speak to them the more understanding you gain about them also another tip is that if you are not the type of person who likes to go to a store and walk up to the customer and speak directly to them well uh, get over yourself just try to do it <laughs> but if you are really not into it here is my bonus tip for you there are um professional services uh, that are being offered. So let's say you are looking for a specific test group and you have some pointers as to who would be your ideal test group. Share that with the service provider and let them know that you are looking for um, discovery calls with five customers um, who, uh, I don't know, who are working and in a certain area and doing this and that and that they would be your ideal customers and these uh, service providers then do the search they typically have databases with people who would be willing to be um, test subjects and so they would arrange um, interview sessions with you either remotely or um, locally in a, in a specific place. So I know about this because we've also worked with a group called Testing Time um, a couple of years ago. So I know that people, that there are companies out there who offer these types of services that they would find your customers for interview calls and that you could pay them to get access to these customers and to um, have specific dedicated time with them. Okay, so bottom line is this, get out your notebook and pen and exercise this problem solving skill. Um, start to observe more, start to note down more 
and challenge yourself to come up with solution, solutions and the best way um, to find out whether your solutions are working is by speaking to actual customers and actual people who are experiencing the problem. And in that way, you get the feedback, you start to learn where your solution is not working, and in the end, you become a better problem solver. And so I really hope this episode blessed you and stretched you. Stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.